Alright, here we go. Morning everyone. It's a lovely morning here in Maryland. It's actually a lot warmer than I would have expected. I got all bundled up and looking silly now. But, I get by. I am walking with my good friend Mr. Jasper here. Uh, he is a uh, Shetland sheep... Uh, Sheepdog? Shetland? He's a Sheltie. That's what he is. Which, if you picture a uh, collie, and then you cut it to about a third its size, that's him. Beautiful little dog. But, he's a temperamental type. Oh, drat. Alright, you know, uh, people were making fun of me yesterday because of the whole poo bag incident, and I swore I was going to bring them. And then I get about a quarter of a mile away from the house, and I realize, hey, guess what I forgot? So, as soon as I walk past one of those stations, I gotta stock up. Anyway, let's see. Been a good day so far, but it's gonna get worse. I mean, uh, see, I have this new plan. It's a clever plan. Go to bed at 10 o'clock at night, get up at 5, you write for about an hour. Speaking of which, I got about 1,100 words in this morning. Yay! Which is, you know, for me, pretty awesome. 1,100 words before you even start the day. It's pretty cool. Um, so anyway, uh, get up, you write for an hour, I write for an hour, then I get the dog of the day get dressed and go out and walk for a couple of miles. So that's the plan. It's a good plan. Seven hours sleep should be enough for a 40-year-old guy. Um, it's honestly better than I do most nights, so if I can get used to that, healthier, all that kind of stuff. And that's sort of part of the issue, is that I've been trying to lose weight as well. So that means I've been, uh, well, counting calories, basically. Being very careful about what I eat. Hey, there's another dog out. And Mr. Jasper's being very good about it. Hello, other little puppy. Other little puppy says hi. I think that's a beagle. I'm terrible with dog breeds, I guess. Little dog. Anyway, um, so, counting calories, being very clever about it. No more than like 1,800 calories total during the day. First day I did it, I lost three pounds, which honestly I think was just the body, the shock of the body going, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We're not getting way more food than we expected anymore. Shut it all down. Anyway, um, so yeah, had that going for me. Then yesterday, we went to this uh, nice Mexican restaurant and wasn't really able to count calories. I think I got close, but I'm not entirely sure. But uh, I get the feeling like I eat too much, and so it's going to... Well, it basically made it hard to sleep. 
And then, of course, I was editing late last night. So I was up until about 11, which astute listeners will have noticed is an hour later than I'm supposed to be up. And that screws up the plan. My cool plan, going to sleep at 10, getting up at 5 and getting my words done. So clearly, if you're not able to do it, if something comes up and you have to shift, you shift everything, right? You go to bed at 11, therefore you wake up at 6. Except, no, because I'm one of those masochistic morons says, I'll just suck it up and do the extra work. There I was, bright-eyed, 5 a.m., having not really slept a whole lot, and then having gotten to bed late, and I still got up and I did my writing. And I'm not saying it turned out badly. I like what I got written. Um, I did some... uh, Oscar Oldham basically melting down, getting really mad at his uh, daughter. Um, If you understood the dynamics of the Oldham family, that'd make a lot of sense. Hello. Woman just passed me, running in the street with a strobe light on her head. It occurs to me that if you don't run in the street, the strobe light on your head may not be quite so big a deal. I mean, reflective clothing. Anyway, not my business. Um, I hope I mentioned that. This is going to be me walking past people and judging them. Because there is none so flawed as me. I can spot the flaws in all others. For instance, this guy's truck. Yeah, his tires are too big. He's a jerk. I've automatically pigeonholed him. He must be a redneck. I bet he goes to monster truck rallies and drives over smaller trucks. I have judged him. Oh, here comes another puppy. Come on, Mr. Jasper, let's go to the other side. Make things easier for that puppy. Still haven't run past one of those poo bag stations, but ooh, that was a Dalmatian. Hey, dog. When I was a little kid, I used to have a Dalmatian. My parents had to rehome it. It was named Pepper. I remember that. I remember I thought it was the coolest dog in the world, but I was really, really young. And Dalmatians are very big dogs. And so my parents got nervous and they had to rehome it. Which, as I mentioned, I'm being really judgmental, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, wait, why didn't they see that coming beforehand? Oh man, found one of those poo bag stations and it's all empty busy dogs in this neighborhood. Oh well. Mr. Jasper seems to have 
seems to have been good so far. There's another one across the street. Let's cross the street one more time, Mr. Jasper. Looking both ways. That'd be kind of fun. Rename this, judging people on my morning walk. And no, I'm not really judging people. I'm just making snarky comments about some of them. Because I'm up early. I've had nothing to eat. And while I'm feeling energetic and ready to face the world, there's a part of me that just wants to go back to bed and hates everyone. That's right. I hate you, little smart car. I bet the person driving you is a energy-conscious Ed Bigley Jr. liberal something, you smart car person. I have poo bag. All right. Day is looking up. It's just a little past six. I've got 1,100 words written. I've admitted myself. I've admitted to the world that I'm a judgmental jerk and I have a poo bag. What could possibly go wrong? You know, it's funny, all yesterday I was thinking I needed to decide what I was going to talk about. Because you wouldn't think there's a whole lot of pressure just walk around and talk, but you find yourself judging it. I desperately didn't want to listen to what I recorded yesterday. Partially because I knew the sound quality was going to be off. There's some kind of weird slurring that happens, some electronic buzz. I think it's something wrong with this app. But in addition to that, you've just got me doing stream of consciousness stuff. And I know my consciousness well enough to know that it should not be openly shared. Anyway. So anyway, I spent a lot of time yesterday thinking, what was I going to talk about today? And the funny thing is, I kept coming up with ideas. It's like links that you find online and you say, I'm going to have to go back and read that later. You make a little, little bookmark. You make a whole folder full of bookmarks. Things I need to get back to later. Hello, person who thinks I'm weird because I'm talking to myself. You make a whole folder of bookmarks saying things I'm going to look at later. And then after about six months, you just throw away that directory. All the bookmarks gone because we're never going to get around to that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So yeah, in much the same way, I thought of lots of things that I would talk about yesterday. Can't remember a one. It's good stuff too. I remember it was heady philosophical things. Talking about, well, partially, I was thinking about how I had changed so much in the last year. Uh, I mean, deliberate changes. 
we've been calling it my uh, midlife crisis where basically I've been uh, let's see I think I mentioned this yesterday I uh, in the past year I mean a year ago I was pretty normal I looked pretty normal had a uh, massive bald spot that was slowly growing everywhere looked like I was combing it over even when I wasn't wore sensible clothes had sensible shoes and even though even though I had a penchant for writing sci-fi I was in general a pretty normal guy and then I uh, just this year I shaved my head. Do, do, do. Sorry. I'm assuming that the cars are really loud, so I'm talking around them. So, anyway, this past year, I shaved my head, shaved the beard, so that now it's more of a goatee. Got an ear pierced. Just basically made a whole lot of changes. Things that made my slightly bigger than normal frame look, frankly, more threatening. A little bit more badass. I mean, I love, love, love my Terminator 2 leather jacket. But all the same, feels quite a bit like when people see me, they think of Michael Jackson. But I don't care. Because I don't care what other people think. I'm doing what I think looks good. But it's weird that it all happened this past year. And that's where we get the midlife crisis thing from. We assume that it has to be that. This whole interest in body modification has frankly never been there before. Don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, splitting my tongue or anything. I'm just showing more of a... more of a willingness to customize my look. And that is cool. It's that sense of freedom. Just... I saw this commercial for Moto X yesterday, or maybe before that, um, where they said, oh, you customize so much in your life, like your motorcycle and your tattoos. Why wouldn't you customize your phone? And I was thinking, I'm more likely to customize my phone. Hell, I'm more likely to root it and put a whole new operating system on than I am to actually get a tattoo. So, yeah. Anyway, that was a little weird. Why is that happening now? Why when I'm 39? I thought you're supposed to be like 50 when that happened. Here's another good one. Why am I walking so much further than before? I gotta assume my walking program's not working because normally by now, the soothing female voice would have said, hey, you've walked a mile. It's time to turn around and go home. But it has not.
so way I figure it end up walking further than I planned yay in fact it's saying that I've walked 0.83 miles in 16 minutes so by my count let's say generous 20 minutes per mile yeah I should be home plenty of time anyway yeah so so I don't know why I've started doing this and it's something that I've been thinking about a lot because it is cool and there is a sense of I don't care what other people think and sense of rebellion from that but all the same why this year there's nothing that's really changed that would make me more rebellious I mean this year and that's big but I've been with my lady love for many years so it's not like we didn't know what we were getting into I mean I took a big risk many years ago we both did so it's not exactly like getting married this year was taking a much bigger risk if anything it was just announcing to the rest of the world that we were doing this together so anyway shouldn't be that so why did I do it If it seems weird for me to be asking that question, you gotta understand that I have been pretty much my entire life somewhat bipolar. Had this manic depressive thing going on where I do believe that's a gentleman on a unicycle. Okay, no judgments there. I don't care that he's wearing a strobe light. You go, man on a unicycle. Judgmental brand has nothing to say. Anyway, where was I? Oh, see, completely lost. Anyway, um, bipolar. When I was a kid, I noticed that my mother could be bouncing off the walls happy and then fall into a crying jag my brother could punch holes through a wall over something simple as you know who got the bigger bowl of macaroni and cheese so I learned pretty early that at least that side of the family There we go. Now the nice lady tells me I've walked a mile and right around 20 minutes, so yay me. Um, anyway, so I learned early on 
that I was probably going to have the same problem, same emotional problem. And here's the thing about emotional problems. You can't judge them. You, I mean, by their very nature, you cannot trust an emotional problem. There's a woman online called the blogess Jenny something or other, New York Times bestselling author, and she deals with depression. She has this great line, depression lies. That's very true. But the thing is, if you've got a witness that you know lies, let's say, half of the time, then you need to find some secondary way of determining whether they're telling the truth or not. And when you're dealing with depression, you are the witness. So you start off, and I gotta admit, it was a pretty wild thing for a 12-year-old to be thinking this way. You start off assuming that you can't trust what you're feeling. You gotta fall back on something else. Now the way I coped with it was I developed kind of a persona. Little James Bond, little Mr. Spock. This is the Sean Connery James Bond, by the way. Let me just state that. Not one of those manby-pamby ones or the remorseless machine that they have now. I'm talking about Mr. Badass Cool Guy, Sean Connery. Anyway. So, hold on a second. I'm gonna take a picture. Jasper, sit. Good boy. I noticed that Nathan, when he does his talk on my morning walk, he always has a picture. So, Mr. Jasper and I are going to take a picture. Stay. Good boy. Hey, Jasper. Sit. Good boy. Ah. He basically to say and let's face it 6 a.m. the sun's coming up daylight right after that it looks anyway so when I was a kid I knew I had depression issues I knew that I was going to fake a character and so I played somebody else who was a lot more cool friendly he didn't get upset at things he was smart and I fooled a lot of people I like to think I fooled me I like to think that I've become a good person just by fake it until you make it. Sounds kind of cheesy. But hey, 
let me just tell you any kids listening out there if you can find any way to claw bite steal your way into becoming a good person even if you're just pretending to be a good person 24 7 you do it man because there is nothing so awesome as being a good person 24 7 just you know you sleep better at night anyway you get lots of opportunities to feel really good about yourself and I know that's ego but you know what when you're feeling good about yourself because you did something good man is there any better reason to feel good about yourself anyway so thing is that when you grow up and you don't know if you can trust yourself you don't trust yourself whenever I got really mad I got into the habit of saying break this down find out why you're mad make sure that it's a real reason not just some he's don't like his face kind of crap and act accordingly so I started off from a very young age oh hey another puppy come on buddy so I started off from a very young age doubting myself saying whatever I know to be true I don't know and I just don't know so led to the creation of an analytical mind possibly a little over analytical sometimes Ally gets mad at me because she'll state something and she'll just be like everybody knows such and such and I'm like I don't know that she'll be like well it's obvious uh, it's not obvious to me explain it to me well I can't explain it it's just obvious if you can't explain it then it's not true shut up Bran that kind of thing I think partially she gets mad because when something seems obvious why should you explain it at all it's just obvious but then scientific background tells me if you can't explain it and it's not obvious to everyone it's frankly not obvious at all it's just something you made up anyway so so yeah I spend a lot of time second-guessing myself but it's cool if I were to have something tattooed on myself a phrase you know like kids uh, converting phrases into uh, Japanese kanji and then having it tattooed onto their chest or something my phrase would be from Plato I believe the unexamined life is not worth living and I'll tell you right now the overly examined life isn't worth living either because oh my god I've done that broken down every single minute of the day into what I should be doing what I shouldn't be doing but I have lived the completely without examination life as well 
and I gotta tell you, it was realize it at the mystic. Of course, it's hedonistic. It's constantly, what do I want to do right now? But then, you know, after week two of playing video games and eating mac and cheese while sitting around in your underwear, you say, "Wow, this is a really kind of crap existence. I don't feel good. I don't feel like I've gained anything." I certainly don't feel better than I did before. And of course the analytical mind goes, hey, if I'd written 1,000 words a day for each of these, I'd have a short story already. So, well actually, man, three short stories in two weeks. But that's another story. Anyway. I am wildly overdressed. Hey. It's kind of fun to think when I'm so judgmental about, or really, not really judgmental, just catty. So catty about the people that I walk past. Trying to imagine what they think about me. I think I look like Russian dock worker. Who has clearly worn way too many layers. I mean, it can't be more than 40 degrees out here. And after walking a mile and let's call it a half. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm going to get two miles today. I walked around in a circuit which I thought was about two miles, but I'm betting it's more like 1.5, 1.8. Let's check with Miss Phone Lady. Tell me, Miss Phone Lady, how long have I been walking? Or how far? Miss Phone Lady says, yep, 1.5. On the plus side, I did it in 30 minutes, so there's that on the minus side. My goal was two miles, so next time, don't try to be clever and make a circuit. Just and and walk home when you get one mark. So, note for later. So, I'm home now, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow and freak you out with all the depression stuff.